Welcome to Big Dog Bulk Talk. Shaquille O'Neal, Matt Eichel, Jordan Fleal. If you guys <laughs> have a 25 and 10 to paint, block oh three times. Don't worry about the free throw line, Chuck. Jordan, what's up, man? Thanks, Shaq, for the introduction. Uh, that, that wasn't actually Shaq, everybody. Uh, I'm not trying to slander his reputation or uh, you know, yeah. make people think that we have, we're working with them. We're not. We're not. Uh, that was me, guys. Relax. That was just me. Just me. Uh, but could, did I, do you think I could fool some people? Well, yeah. I, 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 I closed my eyes. I, th- I thought Shaq was there. I thought, wow, mm-hmm. we're really moving up. We had Chuck Milan uh, on Wednesday, yep. and we got yep. Shaquille O'Neal himself on, yeah. on Friday. Yeah. Um, yeah, so everybody uh, wants to be everyone wants a piece of us, man. I, I know it's insane. Um, but yeah, a little disappointed to hear it's just you. You might be canceled, Matt, uh, after that one, but um, I'll, I'll still stick stick by you uh, either way. Maybe we'll see. Me and Shaq are both dominant big men, You're so right. That's true. Uh, I think it's fine. Like, we're t- it's a brotherhood, man. You it's, wouldn't get it. It's true. Um, but I'd yeah, and the there's, not, there's not, there's not, yeah, there's not many of us left, man. Uh, it's uh, it, it really is a dying art. Uh, but that being said, in reality, I, I fucking I don't remember the last time I had like a real like a nice good uh, like a like a cut to the rim or something. I pretty much just, you know, pull up from uh, pull up floaters or I'm throwing uh, I'm just chucking up from deep. But, uh, you know, sometimes you need those. Uh, you need to be the reliable shooter. Uh, yes. So does Jonathan Chang. I know you're not listening, probably. Hey, maybe you are. So to you if you are, uh, you know, believe in me. I brick a three last night and pick up like absolutely. I didn't think it hit the rim. But he gets the board. I come across the middle. He hits me, no hesitation. Bang, game winner. So that's, that's what you gotta do. You always gotta believe in the shooter, man. That's I'm like a Duncan, play. I'm like Duncan a... Robinson. Oh, don't yeah, don't even bring it. Out. We're we're gonna get to him, Matt, because yeah. Uh, you, yeah. you owe him an apology, I think. But uh, no, I don't. But but that that sort of miss. Uh, oh, I missed a shot. My teammate picks it up. And we gotta that that's a play as old as time. And then you, did you mm-hmm. lie and say it was a pass? Did you lie? Uh, did you say yeah yeah? I found you under there, my man. No, because it was—it wasn't short. It was long. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, but, to, it, but, it looked, out, but it was one of those shots that felt good. You know, comes out. I I, I hit a little pump fake, dribble, sidestep, and then I, I pulled it. I'm like, oh, this is gonna bang. And then it just—I was like, wait, wait, you got this shot's not dropping. And then it didn't drop. It just hit like the the, the backboard right behind the rim, kind of oh, on the man. corner. It was uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was an ugly one. But again, uh, wins are forever. You don't remember how it happens. It's true. Uh, but everybody, welcome to Big Dog Ball Talk. Matt Acorn, Jordan Flegel. Uh, yeah, again, Jordan mentioned it. If you haven't listened, our Wednesday special with Chuck Milan, uh, the NBA dunk contest coach. You got to go check that one out, especially uh, as we gear up for All-Star Weekend. And we're uh, we're going to break down all the All-Star skills competitions later on in the podcast. Uh, you know, yep. maybe make you some money. Uh, we, I, 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 At least I know there's some cash money picks out there. Uh, and also some odds that kind of pissed me off because I thought I had under the radar picks, but apparently <laughs> Vegas... Apparently the odds makers are thinking the same as me, um, but uh, yeah, Jordan. I mean, the, the let's get right into the the meat and potatoes. Uh, the Heat versus Hornets double overtime last night. Uh, a pretty crazy game, all things considered. But mm-hmm. you know, the Hornets just coming up short. Uh, and, and the, the saddest part, because we're going to talk about it right off the bat too. You know, the Hornets were in control of this game pretty yeah. well from the opening tip all the way uh, to the fourth quarter. And yeah. then obviously in overtime, things got a little bit crazier. Uh, you know, the younger Hornets team playing against a, a chalk t- uh, heat team full of veterans. Uh, yeah. You know, they uh, they really exploited them there and they uh, they were able to keep calm and collected, even though Jay Butt missed, what, three game winning potential yeah. shots. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Montrez, you missed the the free throw. But the the reason they never even got to any of these points was uh, a Kyle Lowry uh, three pointer. But wait. It wasn't a three-pointer. Clearly, <laughs> foot inside the arc, um, but the officials don't review it at all. Nobody says anything. Uh, they just kept kept letting the boys play, and by the time that it had happened, I think it was almost like a minute and a half, two minutes had passed, uh, and they couldn't do anything about it. Well, apparently, they couldn't do anything about it. I don't. I, I, I swear to God, I've seen games where they want to review, like they call the review, but it's like... like yeah, if it's something like an actual incorrect score, you should be able to review that and change that at any time. I know. Yeah, I mean, it's true. You don't want to like let like because you don't want to let it go on for for too long and then change it like twenty minutes later because like you're yeah. you're gonna play differently depending on what the score is like on either team. And I get that, but yeah, if it's just a a missed call by the official of uh, someone's foot was on the line for a three, even if it's a couple minutes later, 
just adjust the score. Like, go go take a look. You don't have to. There, there's no other, uh, you know, work you have to do other than just adjusting the score. So yeah, I, I agree. And uh, the the Hornets announcer on the on the broadcast, if that was the broadcast you were listening to, they caught it right away. They said that's yeah. a long two. That that Lowry shot. It was a, um, yeah, right. Uh, I believe it was in overtime. Um, and uh, yeah, re- really would have changed the complexion of the game because if that's a two, um, and Montrez, you know, everything else plays out the same. Montrez only needs to hit one of those two. Uh, free throws at the end there to take the lead and uh, and, and the Hornets win and, and yeah exactly so um, they uh, they they would have had that, this one in the bag and and yeah the the Heat did come out you know they they started out hot and 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 I think both teams were were, were playing pretty well um, and the the yeah in, in the end you 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 nailed it like the Heat uh, just with their veteran play and their kind of toughness at the end just were able to gut this one out yeah um, and. Uh, it's it's been tough for Charlotte all year. I, I I think they've they've won very few of their like close um, and particularly overtime games. Mm-hmm. Like I think they've had the, the the worst record in the league um, in overtime games, and, th- and that's just so tough when you're a team that's trying to go from like I think we've talked about it before a team trying to go from uh, good to to great, like being where kind of Charlotte is bottom of the playoff picture to mid playoff picture. You've got to win those those close tough gritty battles um and you know not not to take away from them they're a very young team and and they're going to learn from this uh, you know this core going yeah, forward yeah. um but it, it's it's the growing pains um and uh yeah it's 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 definitely a tough loss um for them and on on the heat side uh it, it just shows what this kind of experienced team can do because even when jimmy butler shoots five for 24 uh, you know <laughs> yeah, he can still yeah. he can still come down Hit hit the you know the the tough mid range shot and then the dagger three um, because that's that's who Jimmy Butler is he can he can shoot terribly he can take like the the one to win it uh, I I think it was to go to the first overtime it was a complete isolation on the right hand side yeah. of the floor uh, and just took the the worst like fade away uh, it, it I mean it almost went in it's not like he airballed it or anything but like mm-hmm. a whole mm-hmm. ridiculous like shot to take um, but you can you can see you know down the line Jimmy never loses his confidence he's always going to be ready to shoot it. Um, always going to be aggressive. Um, and what I watched Miami do, uh, you know, other than Duncan Robinson, who was a, you know, flamethrower a lot of this game, um, we, we, I think we think of them as a really defensive minded team and they are, that's I think what's going to, you know, uh, help them beat the other heavyweights in the east their like defensive lineup that's just mm-hmm. uh, insane to deal with but they use that same like physicality and toughness and big bodies like on offense like kyle lowry can get in there and bought you you you've seen it his whole career go he, he goes in he doesn't do any sort of nifty like Kyrie finishing move but yeah, when he yeah. goes to the rim it's like a pit bull like a fire hydrant like knocking guys all over the place yeah. um, and just like gently lays it in uh jimmy butler does that sometimes too you saw pj tucker get in there um and just uses like big frame wide shoulders um, and you know, obviously, Bam um, and and all these other guys. So, like, I think the when it comes down to in the playoffs for Miami, getting tough buckets, like in the half court at the end of close games, uh, they they can do that. Not even necessarily with like finesse, but just with their toughness and and their you know big bodied guys, uh, which helps them on offense, not just on defense. So, I was pretty impressed what I saw uh, by by Miami last night. I, I thought they were they, they were great and. Um, again, not to take anything away from from Charlotte, Montrez been you know uh, fitting in there perfectly. Bridges ha- had a really good game, um, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know they uh, they just lose another close one, which 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 is tough for them, but a uh, hell of a game overall for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, aside from the the three that was uh, really a two, uh, which I mean it isn't really Lowry's fault. I mean he's going to take what they they give him, right? Uh, yeah. I mean anyone any competitor would. Uh, but yeah, he was amazing all night. Uh, I mean, he was honestly, in my opinion, probably their their best offensive player last night. Uh, yep. I think he probably has been for most of the season. Uh, you know, you could probably throw Tyler Hero's name in, uh, in there as well. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, obviously Jimmy Butler's never been, you know, he's not a go-to scorer. I don't think he, that's ever been his game. He's always going to be a defender first. Same with Bam. Uh, yeah. But, you know, they they obviously, they've got the touch and they've got the skill to make a couple shots. But like down the stretch, it's like give Lowry the fucking ball. Yeah, uh, yeah, like I like some of those shots with the the Jimmy Butler talk, like you said, like uh, I'm just like, come on, like you can't draw, draw draw anything else up. Yeah, uh, yeah, like he's got more range. Like you, whether that second, yeah. uh, the first overtime, they pulled that three in the corner. I'm like, you could have gotten Kyle Lowry to just come off a come off a screen and just pull it, like he has yeah. a million times. Like yeah. I, I, I don't know, I mean, I, I'm just ranting. I think that's just something that if, if you watched Kyle Lowry enough, you know exactly how to use his skill set. Yeah, um, but uh, on the other side of things, you know. 
uh, as the Heat keep kind of jockeying for first place in the East with the Bulls, uh, it's really, really disheartening for any Hornets fans that are listening to the, for some of these things we're going to talk about just now. But this is a bad time to start kind of, uh, you know, deep, like just nose diving. Yeah, uh, one and yeah. one and nine in their last 10, three game losing streak currently. Uh, they're tied right now. Uh, they're, they're ninth. Uh, I think they have the tiebreaker over the Hawks who are in yep. 10th, but they're, they're both at the same. They're both nine and a half games back uh, from first place. So the Hawks could jump them with one win and one loss yep. uh, like right into that, uh, that nine seed. And then the Wizards, who now will have Porzingis balling out with them uh, post All-Star break. Yep. They're only a game behind them. So yeah, they're not safe. They really are not safe. Like I mean, it's the 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 playoff race in the East really has heated up. It kind of seemed like you know for a while there that we kind of knew who the eight teams were going to be. Uh, you know who we would see who would get to play the not like as the nine and the ten, but it wasn't going to be legit. But I mean, uh, the Celtics are hot. The Raptors are hot. A lot yeah. of these teams are are really uh, have crawled their way back. Uh, so it's for the Hornets right now. As much as he does so much for them all around, and I'm not putting this all on him, you know, there's a lot of other things that go into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Lamelo Ball has got to be a more dominant score. That's um, what I was thinking too. I was going to mention that. Yeah, he he's... he doesn't he like, and I, it's not a bad thing. I no. don't th- I don't think he's like a passive player by any means. Yeah. But I think that he gets a little bit more complicit, and he doesn't uh, he doesn't know how to be that star yet. That he yeah. really is like he's got the skill set that he could be taking, you know, like a 20, 20 shots a game. But, you know, he's a he's a great team player and he's looking to set up his guys. He's not there to, you know, just get his shots up, which is a winning basketball player, which is so I can I can definitely, you know, uh, be very happy with when I watch him play. Like, I mean, yeah, he triple yeah. doubled uh, 14, 10 and four today, but five for 15 shooting. Uh, I mean, he is their best player, and he's 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 their leader. He's the the franchise cornerstone. He just has to yep. step up a little bit more, especially in games like this. Because, uh, I mean, in my opinion, like I I really kind of thought it was almost like a bit of a vanishing act there, and those uh the, the little crunch time uh, minutes yes. there. I mean, Montrez Harrell and Miles Bridges were the ones that were really taking over. Uh, yeah. I mean, Miles Bridges, yeah, another good game. I mean, yeah, he's had a he's also been kind of hot and cold as of late, but I mean, he's still chipping in like effective numbers as a, a second option. And then yeah, Montrez off the bench has uh, been been amazing, twenty four and eight uh, yeah. on the night. And again, he could have. That's why you practice those free throw, kids. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Lee Ellis. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you uh, you really got to uh, you you got to practice those ones, Montrez, especially also because I have you in fantasy basketball, and it's uh, it's all about most importantly, yes, yeah, yeah, most importantly, yeah. But it, it it's uh, yeah. Again, I feel bad because Lamelo's not doing anything wrong. No, I just need but, him to like get. I need him to get that ego. I need him to get that mellow, like that high school Chino Hills mellow, where he's taking like fifty shots a game. Like I. Uh, I, I need to see a little bit more of that swagger back. Well, he he shoots five for fifteen overall, one for nine from from three. So he didn't even take mm-hmm. that many shots outside of his three point attempts. Like, yeah. uh, and he's just got to be more aggressive in those uh, you know mid range areas and just getting to the rim. Like he is uh, a, a guy who slithers like through defenses. Uh, he he can do all these crazy um, you know contortions and fine angles for the passing lanes, but find those angles and you know be the, uh, that aggressive as a scorer yourself um, because. That Charlotte needs it. Like the, we, they, they need that kind of point of attack guy to to go in there um, and you know put pressure on the 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 defense as mm-hmm. you know as a scorer too, because that's going to open up more open shots for Bridges, for Ubre, for Rozier, and and all these other guys. And and you know then you can you, you can still find you know your dump offs, your 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 other passes to to open guys. You're still going to get your your assist numbers, um, and you're still going to be that guy. Um, who sets everybody up? But yeah, you you need more uh, scoring. Like I wouldn't, it, I wouldn't be that mad if he had like if he was trying uh, last night and just had a bad shooting night. But he just he was just re- really wasn't trying to to be that guy who who gets to the rim. So I think yeah, yeah. that's got to be kind of the next step uh, to to his career because uh, one for nine is kind of uncharacteristic for him from for three. He's actually been a pretty good three point shooter, like way better than people mm-hmm. expected. I'm not I'm not uh, gonna criticize him for his his three point shooting or. Um, you know, his uh, shot selection uh, from three. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think he's just got to be more aggressive as a guy who can get to the rim himself. I think that's going to open up a lot more uh, for his game and, and for this Charlotte team. So definitely agree for there. Sure. And I just want to say about the the Lowry thing, I got to 
you know, get, get it off my chest. He, Kyle must be thrilled that he can put his foot on the line and, and have it count for a three. After all the years in Toronto, the bad officiating when we can go down to fucking uh, Sacramento and he can hit a three and get called for a fucking offensive foul. Do you remember uh, that when someone yeah, fell so on top of him? That was so that was the first moved. game they played them, I believe, after the Rudy Gay trade. So it was like yes. kind of, it was like looking back, it's like, why did we make that such a personal thing? Like we literally trade, oh, he played like, was, four, like 30 games for us. I, but for some reason we're like, fuck the Kings, fuck the Rudy Gay, oh, Rudy Gay, not this this guy i know but but as soon as as soon as kyle goes goes to the u.s uh, all the all the you know officiating yeah. bias is gone he's probably like wow this is great this is what everybody they're this like wow what all the other superstars get yeah exactly yeah so uh yeah shout out nba referees for sure fuck y'all yeah yeah uh a lot of talk about that maybe one day we'll we'll have a bit of a a talk about that who knows maybe monday um but a lot of people want to you know start holding referees accountable because some of the officiating this year has been absolutely abysmal it's a hard hard like you have to i think there's a lot of people that just decide you know oh uh i'm not good enough to be a player not smart enough to be a coach i'll ref uh and that's uh, if you're a ref listening uh apologies but uh, i i'm definitely a hater on a lot of them uh (laughs) i'm uh it, it, there's very few referees that I've met in my life, whether, and this is just strictly between the the lines of the game. Uh, usually they're idiots. Um, and, and, Arunas, and they, Arunas, we're not talking about you, okay? No, Arunas, Arunas is the man. Every, Arunas you, is the you're man. the you're the one. You're the exception to the rule, okay? Goddamn, Ken. Ken, Ken, Ken are you, you listening? Yeah. Ken, if you're listening, man, you're the worst. Uh, but 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 yeah, no, seriously, in the NBA, like, and and really all professional sports, there needs to be a way more accountability. Uh, yeah. against these guys because they, they again they do dictate the games and yeah. uh when they literally miss the most obvious things like i know i couldn't be a ref because i would be too busy watching the game like i would be <laughs> i would call everything late because i'd be wanting to actually see what happens i'd be like oh shit and then i do it like i i, I know for a fact that it wouldn't work but yeah. you know it's they just got to do better right now I, and i know that you know it's draining on them they're traveling a ton they uh you know they, they're going through a grueling schedule themselves so i, I can understand it but i mean at the end of the day, there's millions and millions of dollars on the line here. Uh, so you, you can't fuck around. Um, but, uh, you know, just to move on, uh, a, a heavyweight tilt going down in the East last night. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks playing host to the Philadelphia 76ers. And uh, a, just a tight, tight game there. Uh, Joel Embiid walking away with a 42-14 and 14 game. Uh, and of course the W, uh, in Milwaukee in enemy yeah. territory for his 76ers. And again, no James Harden yet. Uh, so, I mean, as far as confidence boosts go, this has got to be a huge one for the 76ers. Uh, yeah. and not only a boost for their confidence, but definitely, uh, a, a, another feather in the cap for Joel Embiid's MVP, uh, campaign oh, yeah. Yeah, going this on this big. season. Yeah. And I mean, uh, Milwaukee again. You earlier on in the season, uh, you you could kind of use the excuse oh that oh they're not fully healthy or whatever. But they they've got their three guys now. They they've got yep. their their big three. Um, Ibaka got some play. He played twenty four minutes in this one. Still kind of feeling things out. He didn't have a great game shooting it, but um, you know Giannis still had thirty two eleven and nine. Uh, Holiday with twenty four and, and and Middleton really rough shooting night, especially there at the end, uh, trying to trying to bring these Bucks uh, you know back in and win the game. But um, yeah, on the on the Philly side. Yeah, Embiid. It it just looks weird when you look at his final stat lines. It's like, oh, he d- he didn't score, you know, forty and and fifteen or whatever. Like this is just yeah. the norm yeah. now. This kind of stat line, which is fucking insane. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll always say, um, you know, I'll say again, this Embiid and Jokic kind of video game number season we're seeing is not normal, and we we really shouldn't take take any of this for granted. This in, is insane. in back to back years too. It, exactly. Yeah, I, I, and uh, I think there was just recently. Um, the Tim Bontemps ESPN guy does a like MVP poll, uh, and and he did a, a the most recent version of it. He kind of asks people from all around the league, um, and Embiid and Jokic uh, are, are one and two again. So we'll see. This is going to be a, a tight MVP race coming down the stretch here. But um, like uh, Embiid, he just he he dominated for the entirety of the game and just made it hard for the Bucks to come back at the end because mm-hmm. uh, he he he's just like like we talked about as good as the bucks are as much as uh, there are a lot of people's kind of favorite to to repeat just because they're probably the safest pick like Embiid against anyone in the east he's just a horrible matchup like there's and and in doing all this with harris maxi niang and thibel as your other fucking starters to go in there and beat the bucks like 
that's that's really really impressive uh considering you know when when you do have Harden on this team um and you know other weapons like I think Philadelphia is fucking scary as hell like I I I think I'm the most scared of them if if I'm a uh you know an Eastern Conference uh sure. team um even maybe like slightly edging out Milwaukee if I can see Embiid and Harden, like it, even just for a fucking week, like play sure. well simultaneously. Because once I actually see that, because every everyone's kind of imagining it, once I actually see it, like I, I just don't know how you how you beat that team. Like because Embiid can can like, like like we've seen a bunch this year, beat any team in the league just just with his own dominance himself and the yeah. attention he draws. He's become such a good fucking passer. Like he's the reason why all these these you know why why Niang and 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 Maxi and Harris and all these other guys. Are getting good clean open shots for most of the game because he you know l- unlike earlier in his career he, he he gets doubled but he knows exactly where to find guys kind of on the move kind of yeah. throws the ball to where they're going to be he's 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 just added that really really important element uh to, to his game and my god he's 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 just he's just dominant i don't know, I don't know what else there is to say and it, the bucks uh, you know as, as good defensively as uh, as they are and uh maybe the defensive player of the year and Giannis, um you know he, he can't stop them like and and they, no. they don't they're, they're not going to put him on di- uh, mb directly because they they like uh you know having him kind of roam around and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. be that kind of free safety um but uh yeah a hell of a win by by philly and you know it came down to kind of hitting some free throws um at the end and and, and they did that and uh you know uh milwaukee again as as much as i respect chris middleton for his performance uh in last year's uh, you know finals he really kind of shut me up about all my criticism <laughs> like last night he uh he he struggled as kind of the guy that they were relying on to you know hit big shots to to bring the Bucks back into this game. He uh, he struggled and and, and mm-hmm. the Bucks lost. Um, so uh, you know still an, another really good close game to two Eastern Conference heavyweights and uh, what a series this will be too. Uh, it, you oh, know, yeah. if, if if these guys meet in, meet in the playoffs because um, I I'm still not going to count Giannis out until I see it because uh, we're talking about do- dominance like he's proved it. He's got the pedigree. Uh, yeah. You know he 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 has his ring um, and uh, you know we got to give him his respect. But Embiid is coming, man. Embiid is coming for everyone, and it's scary as hell. There's there's yeah. no other big. There's no Marcus All anymore. Like there's no nope. one in the East. Someone's like, got to sign him. Like like yeah, exactly. I, someone's got to yeah go over to Spain. Uh, one of these one of these uh, contenders because like who the fuck is gonna stop him? Even yeah. Brook Lopez, uh, even if he comes back at this point, he's not gonna do anything. I don't think. Like the, there's there's eh. it's gonna be tough, man. It's gonna be yeah. tough. Yeah. Any well, of these Eastern Conference teams. Good luck. I, again, I, just to touch on a couple things you said, you know, one, it's funny that you're saying it's like, oh, yeah, like uh, he's so such a good passer. It's like, yeah, it's crazy that Embiid's able to get his assist numbers up when the floor is actually spaced and you put shooters <laughs> yeah, exactly. around yeah, those, exactly. like, the, the game's most dominant <laughs> like, post for. It's like, it's oh, who, who, who would have thought? Who would have thought that, that that would be an asset to your team? Like, yeah. fucking, fucking idiots. Um, the other side of that, uh, you know, you said who's going to be able to stop the the 76ers the, the only team that's going to be able to stop the 76ers is the 76ers if they implode chemistry wise yeah because again uh and we're, we're going to talk about that right. yeah we're, we're going to talk about that a little bit uh later on in the podcast uh about james harden and his, his tenure with the nets um yeah. but and, and we've talked about it on the podcast too um you know james harden's played with so many stars and it just never seems to work out except yeah. for when he gets to kind of take the reins and be the number one guy and it's like Man, when you're in Philly, James, even though you got your boy Daryl backing you up, yeah. there is no chance that you are going to be the big dog uh, over Embiid, especially right now. I mean, he's pretty well in his prime. Yep. Uh, I would say James Harden's already, you know, on his uh, his, his 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 downward end of his yeah. career. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's on the he's I believe yeah he's on the plus side of thirty now. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I mean, just just you know, if he can play well in the pick and roll. Uh, you know, and again, he's another great outside shooter. Uh, so I mean, he's he's an asset to have there. And then again, when you need an ISO, Harden's able to do that when Embiid does, you know, maybe off the court. Uh, yeah. So I, I think they'll be able to make it work. Um, but yeah, it, it, I think that a lot of teams should be scared. Uh, because I think that they're they're a well constructed team. Uh, you know, Doc Rivers. Uh, I mean, a lot of people have different feelings about him, but you know what? At the end of the day, he is still championship winning coach. Uh, yep. He knows how to get to the playoffs. He knows how to, uh, you know, make a deep run in the playoffs. Uh, but again, you know, there's a lot of unanswered questions, and soon we will have those answers uh, about the 76ers. But let's and, just hope. Let's just hope Philly doesn't go up three one on someone because Doc Rivers oh God, uh, yeah. with three one yeah. leads. <laughs> 
uh, yeah, it's, it's going to haunt him. <laughs> yeah, we and then on the other side of things, I mean, for the Bucks, like yeah, they still even though they you know they were, were hyping up the Sixers pretty well here. I mean, they only lost by three points. Yeah. Uh, they they didn't have uh, either of their their white boys out there, uh, Connington yeah. or uh, or Grayson Allen. Uh, Connington going to be out for uh, a bit of an extended period with a hand surgery, I believe it was. Which is big. Uh, I think that yeah. like uh, it's it's important that he comes back healthy because without Divincenzo now, like you're you're going to be relying on on both of those you know those two guys who are out. So hopefully well, he gets back healthy for the Bucks. Yeah, the the young the young buck Jordan Nawara, uh, he ended up getting uh, some heavy burn uh, in, in this one, and you know he played well. He's kind of come out of uh, out of nowhere uh, this year, and he even from the beginning of the year, like I, I think it was the preseason, he was like averaging like twenty plus. Uh, yeah, people yeah. were kind of going crazy, and he's been a great rotational player for uh, the seventy or for the seventy six or for the Bucks uh, this year. Yeah, uh, and. and you know, we'll we'll see how they go, how that goes for them. I mean, uh, like no real glaring uh, besides obviously Chris Middleton. I, I didn't think anybody played, uh, you know, noticeably bad. I don't think anyone no, did no. anything wrong. I just think that you know, in this one, uh, the 76ers were the more uh, you know complete. They were healthier, and uh, in the end of the day, uh, you know, they made the winning plays. Uh, yeah. But we we've also talked about this, you know. I think the 76ers are really trying to push for that kind of top of the East. Uh, yeah, I believe as yeah. it stands right now, they're in uh, they're in third uh, behind the Bulls and the Heat. Yes, they are. Uh, and, and the Bucks are sitting with fifth. But again, they're, they're still not far away from the top. They know that they can make a late season push and go for it after the All-Star break if they right. want to. It's still so jumbled up, like yeah. one through even six in the East. Like it's uh, And I could see any number of teams finishing first. Yeah, exactly, and, and I think that for the Bucks, they're also when we've talked about it, you know, I don't like the, they're not, not they're, they're complacent, but they're kind of like those yeah. LeBron teams where it's like they yeah, don't give a shit if they're the first seed, the fourth seed, the fifth seed, yeah. sixth seed, whatever. They're gonna go and kick some ass regardless of where they are because they're yeah. you know they've got one of the best players ever on their team, and uh, you know they they they're the champs. They got a reason to be cocky. Yeah. Uh, once we see them, like, and again, it's funny to say, like, once we see them fully healthy, because, I mean, they've really never been fully healthy this year. There's always been somebody out of the lineup. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if but, like, I think that they're kind of rehabbing and getting everybody the, the work they need done uh, mm-hmm. in a perfect time. Like, I think once the playoffs roll around, uh, the Bucks are going to be, you know, that lethal team. Because, again, they're, they're kind of a similar build to the 76ers. Uh, obviously a slightly different personnel, uh, you know, a little bit more defensive oriented. Um, yeah. But like, again, as you said, that that would be, I think, a dream playoff series for me, like a conference finals right now. Uh, I, I think that's what I like. I, I know a lot of people probably would want to see the Nets, but I'm not trying to see half man, half playing time. Uh, Kyrie <laughs> Irving. So uh, it's half, man, uh, half a season. And, and, and I mean, they're only in uh, they're in eighth right now. So, I mean, they're going to have to get through the Raptors uh, and the play in yeah, yeah, season ended today. So, yeah, good luck with that. Can't uh, play in game, Canada, Kyrie. I'm going to say, yeah, no Kyrie. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it, it'll be an interesting game uh, regardless. Uh, and it'll be uh, an interesting playoff series if it, it gets to that down the line. Uh, and and to move on, I mean, another team that's going to be jockeying for a play-in spot, not just to be in it, uh, but to actually make the play-in, uh, the L.A. Lakers. Um, stop me if you've heard <laughs> this one before, but uh, Anthony Davis, out again. Um, oh, that's mid- weird. Yeah, I know. It never happens. Uh, a mid foot sprain uh, was what was reported, uh, which I don't. Uh, that sounds brutal. A middle of your foot, like that's a the, your metatarsals, I believe. Uh, if I remember, well, he, from, he uh, was in pain, man. That, that looked that looked bad. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> foot injuries are are kind of like the the worst you can take if you're a big guy. Uh, I mean, historically, they've done the most damage. Like, I mean, Joel Embiid had a had some foot injuries, and I was really worried about those. Uh, you know, early on in his career. Um, yeah. I mean, we've seen uh, Sam Bowie. That was the the guy yeah. picked before Michael Jordan. He had the foot yeah. injury. Obviously, again with modern medicine, we're able to you know help and rehab these players back into shape. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's it's still nothing that you want have happen, especially to a guy who, as I've said before, uh, very lovingly uh, is made of glass. <laughs> uh, it's it's really got to be discouraging for the Lakers. Like he can't stay on the court. Um, this is, you know, this is r- getting crazy. Like, r- r- yeah, Russell Westbrook's got back pains from sitting on the bench. Uh, LeBron is playing his <laughs> goddamn heart out. Uh, at least Malik Monk's getting W's off the court with uh, Iggy Azalea. I mean, uh, respects, man. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I don't. Oh, I I really like that the Lakers. They're two and a half games above the ten seed. Like they've got an okay, you know, 
they they are they're ahead enough right now. But as we said before on our trade deadline uh, pr- uh, preview, you know that purple team from uh, from uh, California, not the Lakers, uh, <laughs> got they got better. The Pelicans, they got better. Uh, the Trailblazers are still sneaking. They're staying around. Anthony yeah, Simons. Yeah, some they're winning. What's going yeah. on? I, Anthony uh, Simons is the man. That's why. Yeah. Anthony Simons yeah. is the man. Uh, and then you've got the Spurs, who are just kind of like, ah, eh, fuck it. Like, we're just going to kind of hang around and not lose because Deontay Murray also is the fucking man. Yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, hey, Greg Popovich, only two wins away from tying the yeah, uh, he's all-time almost coaching there. record. So, and then he uh, can hang it up. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be talking about away that from the game. very soon. Uh, but who knows? Like, the Spurs... Even they might make it into the play-in. And, and right now, if I'm looking at the Lakers playing any of these four teams behind them there, I I don't know if, I, without Anthony Davis, if I could say that they're the favorites in that situation. No, and I mean, like, it's just, it just, it, 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 it's so much worse coming now at this point of the season when you're supposed to be making this kind of like big push to solidify yourself um like like right after the all-star break is an important time because mm-hmm. you know qu- when the all-star breaks over the end of the season comes like way quicker than than people realize it it really sneaks up on you um and then and then that's it you're kind of locked into to whatever seating that you've got um unless you've got like the energy to to make a big push yeah and uh the 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 Lakers too have a really hard schedule remaining. Like they always have their kind of backloaded schedule with all national TV games to end out the year. Um, and they're they're it's not going to be easy for these guys. You don't want to um, watch these guys on national TV. To anyone, yeah, listen. it's you true. Yeah, let's let's get ahead of it right now. Switch those out for for somebody else. Um, but uh, like. LeBron again. We keep saying, when the hell is this guy going to get any sort of rest? Like he, he can't. He's this this whole this whole experiment of having Westbrook and Anthony Davis be the guys to carry the team, and so LeBron can you know take it easy. It's failed. It's f- fallen flat on its face, and you know even mm-hmm. more so now. He's just got to do so much. Um, and yeah, when it when it comes down to it, like if they go into the playoffs with Anthony Davis not that healthy, I could see them losing to almost anyone because yeah. Uh, LeBron can be Superman LeBron. He can be the best version of himself that we've ever seen. This team is worse, you know, without Anthony Davis, this team around him is worse than any of his worst fucking Cleveland teams. His fucking, his last Cleveland finals team, I'd say. Like with with Westbrook doing dumb shit and and all the other, uh, you know, guys who you can't count on who are either old or very one-dimensional. Like he doesn't even have the sharpshooter. Like at least in Cleveland, he had... Fucking Channing Fry and J.R. Smith and like guys you could go hey, in come and on, kick go, it out to. Go back even farther to that, man. We were just talking about before the podcast. Booby Gibson, give that yeah, guy a 10 day. Let's see true. what he can do. It's true. Pavlovich, like you got yeah, going all the way back, he, he at least had, you know, sharpshooters that he could count on. And mm-hmm. there's just no one on this the, on the Lakers that I would even classify as, you know, a, no. a, a really good shooter. Maybe AR 15, but my God, yep. you're going to gonna you know rely on him going into the playoffs like it it's just tough uh, and i'm also sick of talking about the lakers like uh, yeah yeah fucking hell like uh they're they're it, they really proves like the big market teams are going to talk about them whether they're uh you know we're bad part of the or good we are we are we're the stupid media uh we got to talk about <laughs> like the the small teams like like the raptors and uh you know, who else i uh, can't even think well Fuck i mean it. right but, now i mean the suns are the team we don't talk about that's, that's true that's true beating the shit out of everybody but i mean they're, it's not fun so, it's like oh the yeah. suns are amazing okay well we can well, maybe we'll have an episode just we'll talk with them for like 30 minutes make up for yeah them. yeah um, I, I think they deserve it for sure um, but the lakers but, are fun to shit yeah. talk that's why i like talking no about i know them. i 100 <laughs> percent. yeah that's that's the thing too and i'm like yeah well i i yeah i it's it's fun to talk about uh you know heavyweight uh, or, or teams we thought would be really good at, at you mm-hmm. know, falling flat on their face, which is exactly what they're doing. And yeah, this is just such a tough setback at the worst time. I mean, I guess it could be slightly at a worse time because you have this all-star break period where you're not going to be playing games anyway. So, yeah. you know, get him sort of uh, into his early recovery when, when you know, this doesn't matter. And LeBron can kind of rejuvenate himself. Russell Westbrook can go get his mind right. Maybe, who knows, um, you know, sit on a beach um, and, and, and come back and, and finish out the season here, but yeah, it's, he probably it's thinks tough. he should have been an all-star still. Oh yeah, of course he, he he's he's gonna show up. He's he's gonna you know ask where's my locker. Um, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, show up with a yeah. crazy outfit. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, another just how unlucky can you get with with injuries over the past like few seasons? Anthony mm-hmm. Davis, like I think this is along with the fact that again, like we've said, he kind of tends to disappear. I think this this whole injury history with him um is gonna 
be what stops us from talking about him as like one of the great big men in the league because he has the skills when he's really on and yeah. you know the best version of him is one of the best big men we've we've ever seen but uh he just doesn't demonstrate it enough um and it's it's just been really really tough few years for injuries for this guy so yeah. i wish him all the best but I, I feel bad for lebron having to put even more on the king's shoulders uh good luck <laughs> this also again keeps making that nba 75 decision to have uh, yeah have exactly. him over like dwight and clay uh yeah just so stupid but yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, and if you guys want to hear our thoughts on the NBA 75 team, I mean, they're going to be doing a whole uh, ceremony during All-Star yeah. Weekend. Go back, jet through the catalog, uh, Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, our Wednesday specials are always evergreen. Uh, go check out our uh, our NBA 75 uh, special uh, where we, yep. uh, we reviewed the teams, talked about who we thought got snubbed. Talk about snubs, yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we talked about it all, man. It's, uh, it's, we're the big dogs. Uh, but, yeah, it's a uh, – it, yeah, again, yeah, the Lakers – there's been a, we've talked about them a billion and one times, but again, it just seems like every time we're talking about them, it's because somehow they've gone farther and farther. Yeah, they've down gotten worse. The ladder, like they're <laughs> yeah. they're in such a hole right now. And and I I kind of said it before the trade deadline. I was trying to push that they LeBron should demand a trade out of L.A. Yeah. Um, but I just my the thought process behind this season, like they know that they're not good enough to compete for a championship this year. They know this. I don't know why I don't they don't try they know and that. get something. Like they needed to try and get something. I, if they don't know it, then they're fools. Well, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, because you know what? As um, LeBron is still playing absolutely amazing this year. Like, there's yeah. no no questioning that he's still one of the probably top five players in the world. Uh, it's it's, but you can't rely on a 37 year old LeBron James to lead. No. Just 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 put his put the team on his back. And let's say they make the seven or eight seed. You're telling me that they're going to be able to beat the Suns or the Warriors in the seven-game series? You, I, I definitely you, don't think so, but I think they think so still. Uh, but they're, again, they're, they're crazy. They, they're delusional. Like I, I, like, yeah. I think that like if you, as I said, people were like, "Oh, well, you can't get anything in return for Westbrook." It's like, okay, you don't need to trade Westbrook for some superstar or some whatever. Get a decent young dude, an unproven <laughs> guy, or just some depth. Yeah. You could trade Russell Westbrook. His contract's like what forty-two million or some shit. You could yeah. trade him. And get like three good veteran guys just to add some depth. Well, that's like the a thing. I don't shooters. think anybody wanted to touch him. That was the problem. I think they would have if that deal was there. But well, we like, didn't. Talk, we didn't even talk I agree. about it. That's with the John Wall. You're, you're the trade you had mentioned that apparently was on the table. Yeah, that, it was offered, that, but the Lakers John didn't Wall want to give a up first. a pick. Yeah, yeah, John Wall. John Wall for a Russell, Russell Westbrook in a first, and they didn't want to yeah. give a pick. And it's like, okay, well, come on. Then you could have traded him for picks if the picks are so valuable to you because you just yeah. send the picks out like it's willy-nilly anyways. Uh, yeah. Like I don't think John Wall would have been a, a, that much of a greater fit, but I think he would have been a little bit smarter. I think Westbrook. he would. I, I think people are giving, uh, like when this conversation comes up, I don't think people give John Wall enough credit. I think he would. One of my favorite players that, ever. And just not that he would be, I'm not saying he would be a, a perfect fit or even like a fit I would go like if in a vacuum, I wouldn't build a team with John Wall and LeBron James, but I think he would be a much better fit than Russell Westbrook. Like mm-hmm. he, he can be an okay spot up shooter. Um, and actually when he, like when he goes to the rim, um, you know, he, he can actually finish layups, um, yeah, and is a yeah. decent passer, um, and a more kind of guy who can get into the flow of offense rather than Russell Westbrook quote-unquote passing which is yeah. just him kind of dumping it off and you know n- not making sort of smart reads but just kind of obvious passes so yeah I I would have liked that I think that would have been a big upgrade for the yeah. Lakers but yeah. they well, just decided not to do it at this point I think that the the move to make for them and uh, you know there's a couple teams that are sure, certainly going to be vying for his talents even though we all kind of think he well we all as in me and Jordan uh, <laughs> we we think he's a bit of a bastard, but I mean Goran Dragic, he's uh he's gonna be yeah, uh that'll be into, that would be a great pickup for them. That's that's kind of the exact guy they need, a facilitator that can shoot threes. Uh, that I like I would start him over Westbrook at this point. Uh, yeah, or at well, least let him finish the games because it's like fucking Westbrook is not winning you games; he's losing no. you games. Something that I feel like I've said, well, I've been saying that for like ten years, but uh, regardless, this year more than any. Yeah, and, and they've got, like, you know, to, to give the Lakers credit, too, their mid-level exception guy, Kendrick Nunn, hasn't played a single uh, yeah. minute this year. Like, that's another kind of ball handler that they, they, they've really missed. But to be honest, like, I don't, I don't I don't hate Kendrick Nunn. I don't think he's going to make too, too much of a difference. Like, he's going to get in there and, and help out, um, you know, and hopefully sure. they can get him back soon. Um, you know, this is taking taking longer than I think expected to, for him to come back. But um, yeah, they're going to have to hit the buyout market hard if they expect to, uh, you know, compete here. And 
like we've mentioned before, I don't think you're going to, you know, <laughs> entice that many people to come. I know it's L.A. I know you always get buyout guys because, you know, the warm weather. On. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. I don't think it'll be that easy this year because, uh, you know, you're, you're signing up to, to play with Russell Westbrook. I don't think yeah. many people want to do that. Well, uh, you know, again, uh, as much as we shit talk them, you know, best wishes to Anthony Davis. Hopefully, uh, yeah, speed recovery. Well again, it is. We, we I want to see your ass get beat by the Suns again. Well, so, I, I would uh, like I need to, you to see, be on the court. I just want. I always want to see everybody healthy. I don't want to see anybody hurt. Yeah. Uh, but I also, you know, for the sake of basketball, man, I want to see the best players playing healthy. I don't want to have yeah. all these what if conversations that we inevitably will end up having. Um, yeah. But uh, to talk about what if, I mean, what could have been. With the the scary hours, I don't. Why are they called that? The scary hours, Brooklyn Nets. I only, I swear to God, I only saw that name pop up when they all like when they broke up the band, like when James Harden got sent to Philly. I was like, scary hours. I'm like, who the fuck was calling them this? I'm Do pretty you know- sure James Harden said that, like when when he first was traded there. Like I think he was asked, like how good can this team be, sort of thing. And I think he said oh, scary yeah. hours or something. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty weird. sure. Weird. <laughs> oh, I mean, a, a shout out to Drizzy. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, so obviously everybody knows we were talking about earlier James Harden now in Philly, Ben Simmons in Brooklyn. Um, it was we all kind of were like, we were laughing, you know, James Harden was not picked by Kevin Durant, you know, he took Gobert yeah. <laughs> over him uh, in the all star pick draft. Uh, it was it seems like there was some weird stuff, and then finally we get some reports out of Brooklyn that James Harden and KD were clashing all year, and it's like. So that's why James Harden was so bad to start the yeah. year was because uh, he wasn't getting any touches. And it's like, man, Kevin Durant was like the clear cut MVP for like the I first know. half of the year until he went down. Like, and even if he comes back, he might even have a chance still to claim uh, his, his second MVP. Uh, you know, it's, it's doubtful, but you know, could still happen if he if he comes back and just balls out. Um, but so apparently, you know, the James Harden, of course, in typical James Harden, like, and there's no, no, like, you know, this isn't like confirmed as fact. This is just what you know the the rumors are coming out of Brooklyn. But I, I would pretty much believe this is fact because it just sounds exactly like the James Harden I know personally. Yeah, yeah me and the beard, very tight. Um, <laughs> you guys yeah, go me, to the club together? Yeah, me, me, the beard, and Shaq. Uh, oh, nice, nice. But uh, what yeah, a night out! Oh man, that would be that would be a crate. We tear the night, we tear the town down. We paint it red. Me, James Harden, and Shaq. That would be awesome, man. Hey, if you if, uh, Harden, Shaq, let's get something going, man. All Star Weekend, you, you fly me out to Cleveland. Uh, you want to go to Cleveland? You want to party in the the cold of Cleveland? It's probably warmer than Toronto, actually. Well, yeah, got we, another we, fucking snowstorm. I was going to say today. we just got dumped on. It's almost March. Um, but r- regardless, uh, apparently James Harden, uh didn't like that Steve Nash and the Nets wanted to use kind of a, a flow offense, you know, actually move the rock, try and find the best shots possible. He wanted to do us run ISOs, him and Katie yeah, run ISOs. He wants to stand around like that's the, he, he doesn't have the oh, energy to, to run around. <laughs> that <laughs> that's is, not what he gets paid for. That is so like such bullshit. Like I don't respect <laughs> ISO players at all. Like I respect I players know. that can play ISO. I don't respect yeah. isolation players. Uh, but you know, so he hits them with the uh, yeah, I don't want that. But apparently, he used to he was he would literally roll his eyes and sigh and make a huge deal when they drew up plays for Kevin Durant, not for him. It's like, oh my James, god, you stack your career against Kevin Durant's, I guarantee you, you'll realize Kevin Durant's the better player. Not even uh-huh. career wise. If you guys play one on one, I guarantee Kevin Durant wins nine times out of ten. Uh, uh yes, probably it's, ten. It's not. You guys aren't comparable players. Like James Harden is like. A, is a great player to have ever played the game. Kevin Durant is an all-time great. Uh, yeah, this is like they're they're like James Harden is on a high class, but like KD is like a legend. And the only thing that I would even give Harden the edge on is passing the ball. So that doesn't even that doesn't affect you when it comes yeah. to you wanting plays over him, like in terms of ISO. Like that, you, you should be more inclined for the free flowing like style and stuff. So yeah, yeah, stupidity, man. And it is it's so much coming out now, uh, which is kind of crazy to me that it wasn't sort of leaked or alluded to earlier, but like. Apparently, he wasn't really liked in the Nets like locker room mm-hmm. by a lot of those guys. Like Bruce Brown came out and said kind of a shady, you know, comment about everybody likes each other now, and it's like okay, that's clearly directed at you know James, um, and uh, like. <sighs> depending on how this happened like how, how things go down in philly with james harden if this goes badly i think he might be like the the most like disagreeable like superstar we've ever had like he's probably yeah he, he he's been through so many like all-star yeah. teammates and like 
to, to be fair, uh, I, I really fucking hate Dwight Howard. So when that whole thing blew up between James and Dwight, I thought it was Dwight's fault. Uh, you know, and if that was, I was the, gonna the lean... beginning of it, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if I was going to lean one way or the other, I'd like, OK, yeah, maybe Dwight's kind of like the problem here. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'll, g- I'll give Dwight, you know, Dwight, maybe I, I owe you an apology. Maybe it was James Harden the whole time, because as soon as it happened with Chris Paul and I, you know, I, I, I heard, you know, fucking. James throw shade at him in the press conference at the end of the year saying we know exactly what we need to do and they trade him away. I'm like, there's no way Chris Paul was the problem because Chris Paul has now went on to two consecutive winning mm-hmm. situations, you know, a finals. Um, and James, you are, uh, you know, forced your way out of Houston um, and are now on your second team after that in, you know, less than, you know, less than two full seasons here. Um, and you're just burning bridges everywhere you go. Like it's, yeah, yeah. it's getting kind of crazy. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's it's it, it like many of people have have written like this is the last stop on the train for James Harden. You got one more chance to yeah, yeah. show us that you can actually be a winning basketball player in the playoffs. Um, and so yeah, a lo- lot of pressure on James Harden. Um, a lot right? of pressure. Uh, because yeah, I, I think we're gonna completely if this uh if if they get you know if they lose in the second round or something like that, James Harden plays badly again in the playoffs. Um, and then you know this this relationship with philly kind of ends you know going down in flames i think we're going to completely uh you know look at his career differently uh than 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 we have in recent years which is you know one of the best offensive players we've seen you just too many problems surround him uh you know with off the court stuff and and problems with teammates it's it's kind of unbelievable (laughs) yeah it's yeah it's definitely unbelievable uh i i I mean i just don't with, with with harden it's like again when you mentioned the dwight thing it's like the only reason he got away with that one was because Dwight had already established, you know, he can clash with other stars yeah, or other players yeah. because of his time with the Lakers. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, you know, he also had, you know, the the coach killer uh, tag attached to him, which was kind yeah. of bullshit. It was like he got one guy fired. Like, let's yeah. relax here. Uh, yeah. and, then, and then he beef with Kobe. And it's like, OK, well, if you're everybody's going to beef with Kobe. Yeah. Unless you, you know, uh, can just get out of his way. But, you know, Dwight was yeah. still, you know, coming off, you know, his prime at that point. So, I mean, that was. Yeah. And, and But even then. Dwight Howard, within three years, I want to say it was three, four years, admitted he was in the wrong. He said, yeah, I was uh, too. I, I didn't understand what he meant. And now I, I appreciate it. Like, I understand what he meant, even though, you know, Kobe called him pussy and whatever. But yeah, uh, I mean, it, it is what it is. Uh, he, he at least respected it. Uh, yeah. Again, same thing. Like Chris Paul has had you know his run ins with uh, other teammates. I mean, really, it was just Blake Griffin uh, other than James Harden. But yeah. I think but, you know, Blake Griffin's also a very opinionated guy and. I think also people kind of realize, you know, not to show, throw shade at Blake Griffin because, you know, his time with the, the Pistons, you know, he, he actually showed he had quite a bag. Uh, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, he, Chris Paul made Blake Griffin a superstar. Uh, I know. Yeah, like he he made him so, so much better. Uh, again, yeah. as we said, DeAndre Jordan, all NBA first team. Uh, yeah. That that should never have ever fucking happened. Yeah. Another guy who was like a, at the end of that Clippers run kind of annoyed with Chris Paul. But yeah. I'm like, man, he made you all your money. He made yeah. you he made you everything that you are. And and yeah, that that team, I, I just I get annoyed when people kind of try and put that on Chris Paul because that team had also just kind of run its course. Like it's not yeah. like that happened after a year or something. So but yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, it's uh, but in all these senses, it's like. People can kind of figure out why this was happening and whatnot. With James Harden, it's like, what do you want then, man? Because you keep going, oh, I, I want to win. I want to get a ring. I want to play with like uh, superstars. I want to blah, 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 blah. And then you get these opportunities and then you just blow it. And it's like, James, yeah. you can't have the ball at all times. You have to let somebody else do something. Like, again, you're a magician. You've pulled disappearing acts in the playoffs so yeah. many years. <laughs> uh, like, again, one of my favorite plays, uh, one of my favorite playoff plays ever, Manu Ginobili blocking james harden at the buzzer uh i mean he's he's been the favorite he's had the 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 deck shuffled uh, and stacked in his favor yes and he still fumbled the bag so many times like i mean he's gotten better in the playoffs uh, i mean in the beginning when he was averaging like 13 points uh in houston i mean that a couple of those series and like, i think it was conference finals or semis uh yeah. he really blew it a few times but it's like you know i I don't care if you're going out and partying. I don't care if you're going to clubs. I don't give a shit. But it's like you can't let it affect your game, and you have to trust the guys around you, especially when you're cold. Uh, yeah. and, and if he can't trust Joel Embiid in his prime, I don't know what the hell he who he's yeah. going to be able to trust. Like, you, who do you want to play with? Like, Le- LeBron and uh, I, I'm trying to even think, you know, who he would like. I, I, like, that's how good Embiid is right now. 
Yeah, like there's yeah. very few people you could really compare him to. So I'm I'm I, I'm really yeah. I think you said it perfectly. You know, this is your last stop, James. After this, it's like we'll it. we'll send you to I don't know Orlando, and you can just ball out for like five years and just get your get your Hall of Fame resume built up, get your points, and uh, you know you'll be remembered as one of those guys that like in 20 years our kids will be like, oh James Harden, I mean he averaged all these points, <laughs> but no ring, no ring, and it's like yeah, he was kind of a bitch. And we're gonna say shut the fuck up, Timmy. Look. He, yeah, uh, yeah. He, he fucked with my guy Chris Paul, and yeah, like especially when his next contract is signed, uh, and there's just all this fucking shit about how he didn't get his paperwork in on time and he <sighs> didn't opt into his contract. I think some there's some funny business going on there, and only time will tell what the hell is is going on with that situation. But like, if if this flames out and he's got his next contract signed, I think he's going to become the next Russell Westbrook, like this mm-hmm. guy with this massive contract that no one actually wants, that's going to be traded only for another shitty contract that that no one actually wants um and you know he's just kind of destined to kind of bounce around um to teams that convince themselves that they can kind of change him um because uh it's 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 trending in that direction for sure um so we'll see good luck james good luck yeah Uh, good luck man i uh you you yeah last chance last chance and and Embiid's not the guy you want to go to war with man i don't think like he's gonna troll the fucking shit out of you he's not he's not gonna be scared to to say anything Mm -hmm. um and uh so yeah we'll see we'll see well and uh to move on again we we talked about it to finish out the podcast today uh it's all-star weekend baby let's go uh the players getting a bit of a break and now us as the fans get to enjoy some of the the most high octane uh you know skills challenge i mean nba weekend all-star weekend is the best like all-star weekend of all the the major sports oh yeah Um, no like i don't think it's close like yeah nhl's stupid every year it's like i get to see all these fucking white dudes just go oh yeah (laughs) but oh i'm gonna do fucking backhand i mean trevor's egress you're 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 kind of a beauty but i mean you seem like a knucklehead um but i mean hey again all those guys would beat the shit out of me uh but i don't know man oh yeah give yourself some credit I, i could probably beat up like cole caulfield uh but you know regardless i mean yeah the mlb's got the home run derby which is like cool for like 10 minutes uh yeah but but, you know you can't compete with like you know the even the skills contest i think is more exciting uh than than most of these other like i mean the pro bowl the best thing they have is dodgeball uh yeah that's the only (laughs) thing uh so yeah it's gonna be a great one and we're we're gonna break down you know the field and the the major three competitions going down uh you know i i would have loved to do a full podcast just about the celebrity all-star game i love the celebrity yeah. all-star game uh <laughs> to watch because I, I remember watching as a kid i used to always be like man if i was out there i would be averaging like 30 points per game these guys suck <laughs> uh and then like, especially when J- justin bieber won the mvp one year yeah and i was yeah. like this is bullshit he's just getting it because all these girls think he's cute he's like yeah he had like six <laughs> points oh yeah and, and I, justin, uh, justin bieber does have some pretty uh viral clips of him balling uh so i mean it's uh uh, it's fair to say he you know, he's earned it retroactively uh, yeah. in his career, but uh, yeah, it's a All Star Weekend, and we're we're gonna break it down. We're gonna start with the uh, the skills contest, and they kind of changed it up this year. We're doing uh, teams of three. There, this one they always kind of they play around with it. Uh, you know, we've seen to- a lot of different uh, a lot of different things here. Um, but to, to start it off, you know, uh, there's three teams here, and I kind of like the way that they're done. Like it's not just like you know. Uh, random ass people like they're grouped in together so we got team calves so we got the young three jared allen yep. Darius garland and evan mobley taking on uh the atacumpos uh alex Giannis, and thonis and, and then the rooks we got scotty barnes Cade cunningham and josh giddy uh yep. opening favorites uh right now and it's very decisive uh they're very heavy favorites uh the the rooks uh jordan between these three teams i mean when it comes to the skulls contest who do you think is going to take it uh, I gotta go with the Rooks, man. They've yeah. just got like they they've got s- er- people to uh, be good at every sort of element of it. You know, mm-hmm. you know the dribbling, the shooting, the the passing through the little fucking uh, hole or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I I, I think uh, you be- between you know, and, and they've got the young legs too. And I just I just think these guys uh, are, are are I think these guys are gonna kill it. I think they're a pretty clear favorite. Uh, I think I think that's that's the right call. Um, and I want to see the uh, Antetokounmpo brothers do it, though. I, I want to see see how they do, because I don't get to th- see uh, Thanasis or, or Alex that much. So, uh, you know, this, this spotlight's going to be on, uh, you know, to, to demonstrate their skills. So I'm, I'm excited to see it. I, I, I like the sort of teams that actually mean something, because it, it, rather than yeah, just sure. like random guys. Um, so, like, I, I, I think 
people are, I think this is good. This format's going to work. I think people are going to be into it for sure. Well, so again, the format, the way it works. So the first, they're going to be three rounds where all three teams compete and then they're going to get kind of scored based on, uh, you know, where they finish in them. So the first one's team shooting. Uh, the second one is team passing. Then it's a team relay. Uh, so, you know, shooting, passing, and then you get the dribbling, you know, going through all, all the stuff they have to make that, yeah. you know, that, that's, that's a classic uh, skills contest, you know, go through the weird little NBA logos. Uh, and then uh, the final round is a half court uh, shootout uh, with the top two teams that have the most points in the first three rounds. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, 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 th- I think that the Rooks are the the easy favorites there. I think that's where they, all the money they've also lies. Got th- They've got three guys who can do everything. You know exactly. I mean? like well, between Giddy, Cade, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Scotty Barnes. Like, he, yeah. three guys who are very, very versatile in what they can do. So, and they're all fast. I mean, they're, yeah. uh, they, they've got the speed. Like, I mean, they, like, Giannis is going to really have to carry his brothers. No offense <laughs> yeah. to them. Uh, and then, I mean, as far as the Cavs go, like, I think that they, honestly, I'd probably take them as my secondary guys. It's just like, this is yeah. not, like, as, good of a player as he is like jared allen isn't like the skills no, guy skilled. you know like like evan mobley's skilled he's not yeah. super fast though like i i think that yeah, like yeah. the only thing that's going to hurt the rookies honestly is going to be the shooting because none yeah. none of those three are really like spot up shooters yet in their career yeah uh but yeah. Cade is probably the best shooter out of the three so i mean and giddy's okay i think scotty's gonna be the one that that might struggle with the shooting uh, part, it, it'll be close for sure but yeah i yeah. I, I definitely agree that uh, you know the the rooks will they'll have the a bit of an advantage on this one uh yeah. but i mean again this is kind of like the most minor of uh of the the contests uh i yeah. would say like but it's always nice to you know it gives you a good taste uh yeah. of, of things to come uh, and, and to to move on, uh, you know, me, so me and Jordan, we're back in the favorites here, the heavy favorites. I mean, not not a great cash value here, uh, but if you know, if you're looking for an underdog, uh, my recommendation is uh, go go with the the Cavs. Uh, yeah. The three point contest. This is actually this one. I, again, so this is one I was kind of alluding to. I thought I was on to something. I was like, man, you know what? I think Fred Van Vliet is gonna win the three point shootout. And yes, part of that's probably from being a homer, but yeah. Fred Van Vliet is the odds-on favorite to win right now. Uh, the, you can make a lot Good of call, money. I think it's still it's still uh, he, he's uh, he's still pretty you know uh, like underdog status. But uh, him, Patty Mills, and Trey Young uh, are up there. And I also thought I, I honestly, if I wasn't going Fred Van Vliet, I would have went Patty Mills. Uh, yeah. Based on you know usage and uh, and makes this season. Uh, but yeah. but it's a great great uh, great field this year. I mean Desmond Bain, Luke Kennard, Zach Levine, C.J. McCollum, Patty Mills, Cat. Fred Van Vliet and Trey Young. I mean, uh, you know, yep. I, I, I'm rolling with, again, the favorite. I mean, I'm, I'm very I'm very risky, apparently, for this All-Star weekend. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think Fred Van Vliet, I think he's going to do it. Yeah, I, I would love to see him do it. Uh, I think he definitely is capable of doing it. When I looked at the list, like, first, just, you know, I, I can kind of analyze it and, and, and sort of debate who maybe can win based on different things. But my gut told me right away, Patty Mills. Mm-hmm. Just because I, yeah. I remember that, you know, that, that Spurs final series, uh, the... 2013 or 14 i think he shot well in both but um the the in 14 when they won like uh just just seeing him like he just has he, he can get in a zone where he's hot and he has like the smoothest release um and out there you know unimpeded by defenders or anything i think i think uh you know if he gets hot i think he might run away with it so i i i think patty mills might might be the guy yeah jordan i think you're right though it's uh sorry to cut you off there uh but <laughs> it's okay, uh, but but yeah I, I i do think patty mills yeah he's he had he had a great uh you know career shooting the rock he's been shooting it really well especially you know with Kyrie was out most of this year uh yeah. but yeah it's i think that you know he could surprise people not a lot of stars win the three-point contest you know like marco yeah. bellinelli yeah. for god's sakes won it uh, i think the last jason capono i was gonna say the last raptor to win i believe was jason capono yeah, i think so uh, so uh, maybe the only raptor I might have to fact check that um, yeah, we'll double check. Andre Bargnani, maybe I don't know. Well, we may, he should. Daniel Marshall. Yeah, uh, maybe when he was a Raptor. I, I'm not sure. The, the Andre Bargnani was a joke for everyone. Just fucking, <laughs> fucking relax. Um, but uh, all, 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 speaking of stars, though, don't sleep on Zach Levine. I think he can maybe win yep, it too. Like yep. uh, he, he's a guy who, again, uh, shooting splits will freaking amaze you. And uh, it, it it all depends. It depends on a lot of things, though. Like uh, certain, I think certain guys are just three-point contest shooters and other guys are just better 
when you know defenders are out there in their face, they they tend to shoot better. I think, uh, yeah, I don't know if J.R. Smith was ever in a three point contest, but I I'd be willing to bet he's a better shooter with you know a, a hand kind of clipping the ball, uh, you know, fading away yeah. than, than he is you know completely wide open. So so we'll see. I'm excited. I think we've got a good group of guys. Um, but yeah, I, my my heart, you know, uh, I don't know if I put money on it necessarily, but I I, I hope Fred uh, can go out there and get this win. I think he deserves it. Hundred uh, percent. It's it, it's. It's going to be an interesting one. And I actually will say, I think that the three-point contest is always the most competitive. It's always very close. Yeah. It's very rare that you see somebody really shit the bed. The only time I can think of was Paul George when he had like 14 oh, points yeah. on like a, <laughs> of like a possible like 40. It was, that was brutal. And they had, and they had yeah. the disrespectful, they had the camera right behind the backboard and it was just like yeah, everything yeah. brick, 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 yeah. brick. Uh, yeah. Poor Paul George. I mean, he's really been through the ringer. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm going with Fred Van Vliet, another favorite. I know. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm not giving you the money picks right now, but, uh, you know, sometimes the, 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 uh, the, uh, the books, they, they know what they're doing. What about you, Flea? Who you, yeah. who you, who you, may, who you putting your final money down on? Patty Mills. Gotta be Patty, Patty Mills. Mills. Gotta, go yep. my, gotta go with my gut. Um, yeah, I think he's going to do it. I think he's just got the, he just knows how to sort of repetitively, repetitively, uh, you know, keep going same, same form and everything. I've just seen him do it so many times in games. So. Give me Patty Mills. I, I'm also going to throw one one guy. He's the biggest underdog on it. You know what? Throw some money down on Cat. If you got like just like $10, yeah, $10 oh, that'd be fine. He's a, he's a 13 to 1 underdog. I mean, fuck it. I mean, we've seen big mans do it. He, he's, he's one of the best big man shooters ever. Uh, yep. I mean, the only thing is, you know, how fast is he going to get that release off? But I could see him do it. So uh, that, that that's my uh, a very underdog pick. So there you go. I balanced yep. it out. Um, and then to finish it off, the main event. The slam dunk competition. Again, if you haven't listened to our interview with uh, NBA dunk contest coach and uh, CEO of Team Flight Brothers, Chuck Milan, get stop listening right now. Go listen to that interview. Uh, get it was over a, there. Was amazing. Uh, Chuck's a great dude, uh, and, and you know, really gave us some insight on this competition, Jordan. Insider info, yeah, you'd say, le- legitimate insider info. Uh, and as much as you know, I said in the beginning, you know, the whole reason that we even were, were talking with him, you know, I had that Cole Anthony take. And I think he kind of alluded to this a little bit in the podcast, but I think because I'm actually I'm honestly because this one was a bit of a toss up for me. Uh, yeah. I'm just leaning towards you know kind of what Chuck said these guys' strengths are, and I think Obi Toppin is the safe money here. Uh, yes. He's uh, he's the second uh, highest odds. Uh, Jalen Green being uh, the odds-on favorite right now, um, but you know. Chuck himself said Obi Toppin has a very deep bag. He can pretty much do yep. every dunk that they they want him to do. Uh, he felt you know a little bit disappointed last year, you know, not not winning it uh, in the first try. So I think this year he's going to be coming back with a bit of a vengeance. Uh, yep. You know, I and again, no disrespect, but I fucking I I would not. You couldn't pay me enough to put money on Juan Toscano Anderson. Uh, I'm sorry, man. But Be that, careful, Matt. He might, he might uh, blow you away, man. He, I hope we'll, he does. We'll no, see. I really do. I, I do hope he does. But I just, yeah. I think right now it's a three man race between Jalen Green, yeah. Obi Toppin, and Cole Anthony. Yeah, and uh, as much as I love Cole Anthony, I cannot wait to see what he does. I think Cole, Anth- I'm most excited to see what Cole Anthony's dunks end up being mm-hmm. because I've seen him get really creative. You know that that dunk contest on YouTube. Uh, you know about of him back in high school. Like, yeah, uh, amazing. Talk, he's a yeah. guy, and 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 as as Chuck pointed out, like a guy who really knows kind of his dunk, uh, you know, dunk history and, and knows kind of what works. So I'm really excited to see it, but I just, I'm, I'm not quite there, uh, with, you know, getting all the way. I, I can't quite see him winning the whole thing just cause, uh, you know, as I've mentioned, I think it's kind of harder for little guys, um, you know, to go in there and win it, but that'd be really cool if, if he was able to, and I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I'm going with Obi Toppin just, uh, Based on yeah, what what Chuck said that he he's kind of going in there. It feels like he got robbed. He's going in there, you know, to to take care of business. Uh, you know, just he, he's got a deep bag. We already know he's got a deep bag, but um, you know, to to for Chuck to kind of you know con- confirm that uh, on Wednesday's pod, uh, it's uh, it sounded like he he's the guy to put money on for sure because uh, he he's going in there. Um, and you know, he's he's long. He's got the jumping ability. Yeah. He's got the creativity. Um, and I, I think that's what what gives him the edge. That those are the type of guys more often than not than that that go and win these dunk contests. 
Um, but, uh, you know, like, like Chuck said too, Jalen Green's got this, you know, amazing style. He's, you mm-hmm. know, the, the young kid with all the swagger. So I, I'm really excited. This is going to be a banger. I'd put my money on Obi Toppin too, but uh, I, I, I am just super excited to, to see what all these guys, uh, you know, bring to the table. For sure, yeah. It, it could really go any way. Uh, it's, yeah. it, it's looking like this is going to be a, a great contest, and, you know, where only time will tell. Uh, so hopefully, uh, you know, we'll get to see that uh, as soon as possible. But, uh, you know, everybody, thank you again for listening to another episode of Big Dog Ball Talk. Matt Acorn and Already Jordan at All-Star Flegel. Weekend, baby. The, the season's flying by. What's going on I here? mean, we're almost at Big, talk fi- uh, Big Dog Ball Talk 50. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, I mean, I never thought we'd get there. Holy, uh, but uh, you know, here we are. Maybe we'll have to try and get something going for for number fifty. We'll try and plan something. We probably won't, but yeah. we'll try. Uh, but uh, again, for everyone that's been rocking with us, thank you so much. We're rocking with you. Follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of exclusive takes on Twitter, uh, Instagram. We're also, you know, we're we're, we're always pushing uh, the motive there. Uh, Jordan made a you made a nice little graphic for our Chuck Milan interview. Uh, go check I that did, one out. I did. Comment on it. Nice picture. Definitely. Nice picture, Jordan, my, with a thumbs up. My girlfriend Annie definitely didn't make that. No. It was definitely me. It no. was definitely it was uh, my my Photoshop skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and yeah, to to get you set up for All Star Weekend, go listen to our uh, all uh, uh, all time seventy five team. We, yep. we broke that all down. They're going to be honored at All Star Weekend. We've got our All Star picks. You can go listen to that one as well. See you know who we missed out on. Um, I, I feel like my Jason Tatum take uh, is is getting stronger every day. For Matt sure. left him off his team. What a, what yeah, a my, fool! My Chris Middleton um, take is going worse and worse. <laughs> yeah, it's going down the toilet. Um, and obviously, yeah, for, like Matt mentioned, the Chuck Malone episode. Uh, you know, he give you all the breakdown, the dunk contest, uh, what strength you know each four participant has, and you know sort of history of dunking from from the big dog of the, the yep. dunk world himself. So uh, I'm excited for this All Star Weekend, baby. Yeah, Let's get it going. It's gonna be gonna be absolute fire, everybody. Enjoy your NBA All-Star Weekend. There's no break for the big dog. We'll be back for you Monday. No All-Star breaks. These All-Stars just keep it no, going. No, no. no, we go keep going till the break of dawn, man. Uh, <laughs> but I'm at Icorn with my friend Jordan Flegel. And as my friend Jordan always says. <laughs> um, y- give yourself an All-Star break. You know what I mean? Not us. Mm, like, we just yeah. covered that. But, we don't you need know, breaks. it's... No, we, we, we don't need it. Um, I don't take you know, naps, I'm, I'm man. good at that, self-care. That and the split put me right on my back beautiful beautiful matt but no seriously for for all you listeners it's been a, it's been a tough few years okay mm-hmm. just give yourself a break go to a beach the, the all these nba players even if they're in cleveland they're hopping right on a plane after that going down to to punta cana to you know dominican wherever yep. go give yourself a break uh you know if, if you if you can afford it um and are able to do so you know go to a beach um or you know just just uh, you know lie down have a have a sparkling water uh, just take yep. care of yourself and people it, yeah all right? if you if you can't if you can't afford to go to the beach just take a shot of uh vitamin d straight to the head top beautiful Thank you.